Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you from SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 210. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me here as always, except when he's not, is B.T. Calloway. Uh, hoi hoi. And joining us all the way from Sans Pants Radio in Melbourne? Yeah, in Melbourne. It's Jackson <laughs> Bailey. Hey, thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm, I'm so excited to do this. No, absolutely. We're stoked to have you on The Simpsons Index. And of course, this is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Now, Jackson, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, of course. We'd like to ask our first time guests, where did the show begin with you? Do you remember where The Simpsons started in your life? I do. I feel like this is probably an experience that a lot of specifically Australians had where uh, The Simpsons would be on 6pm on Channel 10. You'd get home from school, you'd watch the tail end of like the ABC kids programming block, yep. then you'd switch over to Channel 10, you'd catch like 20 minutes of Burjo's catchphrase. I don't know <laughs> if anybody else remembered that. And then yep, Simpsons yep. for the 6pm one, and then later, if you were lucky, the 7.30pm one. And I, I reckon I would have been watching this since I was like maybe 9 or or something like that like it just was mm -hmm. that was the routine that's just what you did me and my younger brother Ryder would just yeah every night we'd watch it yeah um oh absolutely and like yeah that is such a universal experience yeah we often oh, yeah. talk about yeah yeah going from our real monsters and fucking daria <laughs> and shit straight to simpsons absolutely and it, and it kind of felt a little bit exciting because you were you were kind of like leaving the kids channel <laughs> and you're like oh and hello now i'm on the adults channel channel 10 oh my god sometimes we might watch seinfeld before or after i yeah. forget where that came into it but that whole programming block was yeah so much of my childhood somehow yeah. more of my childhood than any of the kids shows that i watched as a kid <laughs> Seinfeld and the Simpsons absolutely was the with the building blocks there yep. yeah very yeah. familiar there and then I remember mm. like in summer or whatever for whatever reason they put on the Brady Bunch instead and that was just a yeah. bad time <laughs> oh yeah there was not I remember as well that there was there must have been some change and changing over from Burjo's catchphrase to an episode of Neighbours oh, yeah. and, and losing my mind and being a little kid not really understanding it being like after Neighbours the Simpsons will be on but then it just went into like everybody loves Raymond or whatever and I was like the Simpsons is coming it'll be here soon I'll be back I'll be back um, and I'll bring I'll food be back. and smite our enemies yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, where has the show ended with you? Or are you still watching the newer episodes? Well, so a crazy thing happened to me. So I probably, okay. I reckon I, I dropped off. I dipped probably, I feel like later than most people, like maybe season 20, 21 is when I, I called it. Back in the day, I remember mm. watching it. I'd still be like, oh, 7.30, New Simpsons. And then we'd be like, at a certain point, like, well, we don't like this anymore. So let's stop. <laughs> let's switch over to Neighbours. Yeah, let's yeah, let's go back there. Yeah, let's watch that instead. But so what? But is the, the news on Channel 9? Oh, let's go watch some news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're up well, to the weather. Let's get some current affairs going yeah. on here or whatever. I think it just what happened is that you you just got access to a broader range of animated comedies. And we were like, oh, well, let's watch Futurama. Let's watch King of the Hill. Let's mm. let's expand our horizons or whatever. But anyway, so this year, uh, my partner, she got a little bit ill. And so we had some time to like kill basically rewatching the classic era just as like something mm -hmm. to do and i was like well let's watch the simpsons and she was like yeah great idea and i don't know why we started we didn't start at se season one we started at season three um and we just started watching it and at first it was like a comfort thing and we were like yeah this is great yep. holy shit like the show holds up so well i'm having this full-on laugh out loud moments i'm loving every second of it and then we got to like season mm -hmm. sort of like 16 and we kind of no longer needed that kind of comfort but we were 
sort of in it and we were still doing it and we'd kind of we were like oh there's still some really funny moments like even this deep in there's still some like you know even maybe you could call them iconic episodes or whatever and now we hit season 20 season 25 and now the whole uh, like thing is academic for us we don't enjoy it we're not having a good time but we chuck it on and we're like What's happening? What's this yeah. episode going to be? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's a it's a Homer Lisa episode. How many times have they done this exact dynamic before? Oh, yep. for some reason, season 29 is obsessed with Sideshow Mel. That's weird. <laughs> Why'd that happen? Um, yep. So it's sort of driving us insane yep. a little bit. Let's chart this downward spiral, shall yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. That's absolutely what we're doing. And what we're really excited for is when we finish season 31 to go back and watch one to three because what a stark <laughs> contrast that's going to be. Yeah. Um, but yep. I'm excited for it. I'm very excited. Oh, absolutely. And I think it was the yeah the tweet that started it where yeah you were talking about how Simpsons is melting your brain oh, and like yeah it's the same for us and it's sort of um, part of the experiment here to yeah do this three episode structure that we're doing yeah. to compare what the fuck is happening with this show because <laughs> yeah. it's the only show you can do with this. Absolutely. Like. Yeah, it's so it's at a certain point it stops being funny and just starts being fascinating. And <laughs> well, yeah, what other show can you say that about? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, starting out today, we watched an episode from what we're calling the Disney era. Mm. This was season 31, episode 14, Bart the Bad Guy. First released in March of 2020. Hmm, interesting. Directed by Jennifer Moller, written by Dan Weber. In this episode, Bart sees an advanced screening of The Vindicator's Crystal War Part 2 and has all the spoilers for the movie and starts blackmailing everyone in Springfield. Uh, to not reveal the secrets anyway guys what'd you think i it was bad obviously like I didn't, the, the, at about maybe 15 minutes in i was like i have 100 percent checked out of this episode but there were two moments that gave me full-on laugh out loud i was shocked oh, yeah? i was like oh okay well you did an all right job of mm. course they were doing marvel i don't know why the later seasons are so like obsessed with really direct parody like that's they're so mm. like this thing is happening in you're the like, hey we're topical we're topical come on yeah exactly yeah. Uh, you care about spoilers that's something we right that's like marvel movies we're taking them down a peg but like obviously they're not at all yes business daddy i got you business daddy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah exactly it's, it's a bit weird or a bit like on the nose to be like yeah we're taking down fucking marvel and you're like well yeah but you're i'm watching you at this on disney plus the <laughs> simpsons come on like yeah you know who shines um, those checks yeah yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I, I, I thought I was gonna dislike it way more. Season thirty-one, well, it was all right. I had a fine time with it. Yeah, yeah. What'd you reckon, BT? I had a fine time up until the point I feel like we'll talk about a little bit later, <laughs> uh, where <laughs> it just derails and gets full-blown wacky nonsense. And uh, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how I'm coming out of this feeling like that because, <laughs> yeah, I was very neutral, and I might. I don't know if I'm angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, look, I mean, Jackson, you'd know watching the later seasons, like this one actually has plot structure that's yeah. kind of missing from a lot of yeah. newer episodes so for sure a lot of this get a pass for that yeah <laughs> mm. yeah there is that funny moment where at a certain point you'll come out of an episode you won't you're like it's not good but at least it was like competently mm. made yeah <laughs> and that's all you're asking for at a certain point yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, a lot of people are saying that they're trying harder in the 30s. I haven't seen a lot of them yet, so it yeah, remains okay. to be seen. But um... <laughs> The number of times we've come out of an episode and said it was okay, but they needed to go over the script four more times mm. and just yeah. figure out what they wanted. 100%. There's no yeah. way they're putting in the same effort. I don't believe it for a shred of a second. <laughs> All right, well, let's hook in. We have a little questionnaire that we like to do to structure the show around. So, Jackson, starting with you, for better or worse, what is a moment that stands out to you? Okay, there were like two moments, well, two moments, but one moment was multifaceted. So <laughs> I really liked that it was just a funny visual gag that after Milhouse had like become seriously injured falling down the hill, when we see him in the hospital, he was just covered in those heating pads or whatever. I was like, that's yeah. funny. That gave yeah. me a lot. Ice packs. Yeah, yeah, ice packs. Yeah, I was like, ah, like he's just like, I've got a blanket of them. That's yeah. okay. The hospital's just like, uh, we don't really know what to do, but uh, <laughs> ice pack? yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so injured that we're just covering him in ice packs. And they didn't really draw attention to it. It just was like a fun visual gag. And then when Bart was blackmailing Principal Skinner and he asked him for his toupee, and it was like, I don't have a toupee. And then it, wearing the toupee, that was very funny. Yeah. And then when Bart was like, Homer, get in on this. I could get you stuff. And it cut to Homer going into Moe's also wearing the toupee. Yeah. I was like, that's funny. It's funny that they're, they've just decided to covet the toupee mm -hmm. of Principal Skinner. I, yeah, I like those bits. They, mm. they gave me the... not. I wasn't, you know, like uh, pissing myself laughing, but I, I might have made a noise like, ha So <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty good, to be honest. Just record that sample and uh, use it whenever you need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But ha mm. <laughs> That's a pretty high bar for modern Simpsons. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, the fact that they didn't draw much attention to it is, again, like... Not mm. normally what they do. They normally like hang multiple lampshades and like pat themselves on the back for how good their joke was. For sure. And yeah, the restraint to not show <laughs> Skinner being bald, I thought was yeah. pretty clever as well. Mm. Like with the parade at the end, he's wearing the voodoo hat and uh, uh, absolutely yeah. showed restraint. Uh, BT, yeah. what about you? For better or worse, what's a moment that stands out to you? All right. So the whole episode starts on the, uh, you know, the marquee for the googleplex and it's got you know vindicators crystal wars showing in 3d xd imax 4d atmos th imax 3d and mm. <laughs> uh i know this happened with movies like gemini man apparently screened on like oh, yeah. seven different ways and there was like <laughs> the 40 mil cut and the third and like it was just the desperation of cinemas to get people to come in and they're trying this like atmosphere and 4d where there's like sense and then you know mm, vibration yeah, yeah. response you're like guys seriously <laughs> no one wants to go to a movie and sit in like a vibrating chair at the that no one yeah. wants this while one of Stop. the ushers squirts you with a water gun when there's rain yeah exactly <laughs> like, that's, that's fun for 10 minutes at disney world when you're on like the indiana jones ride it's not fun in a two-hour movie where Drop. i have popcorn <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, i don't know there was something about that again understated it's just you know the marquee up on the wall but i don't know something about mm. that was like yeah no that's what's happening yeah yeah for sure I, I will be a little annoying here and just draw the point that yeah they called it the vindicators and also marble it's kind of weird because by this time yeah. they were firmly under the disney umbrella right yeah like, were they worried about getting themselves sued by themselves it's like it's such a weird thing with with the simpsons where like early on they would have these funny like not really parody names but clearly like avoiding copyright names huh. for so many things but then like at a certain point it becomes just annoying when yeah, you're yeah. like yeah just say Marvel just say Google I don't, it's not a joke to say my phone instead of iPhone exactly every other you know whatever uh, like animated show that is talking about iPhones just talks about iPhones saying my phone is not 
yeah. in and of itself a joke. It's yeah, I, that the stuff gets very grating. I think after mm-hmm. a while, and Marble, I was like, oh, yeah. you're doing it. That's just what you do, I guess. The Simpsons now, yeah, that's your bit. It's just you such know? a lazy part, though. It's just Marble. Mm. It's like okay, you could call it Marvelous uh, Studios or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Why does it have to be Marble? Exactly. Well, yeah, we call it the For parallel sure. import joke. You know, when you go to like a reject shop or any sort of two dollar shop, you know, they don't have Mars bars. They have like Galaxy or Neptune mm. or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's on that level of comedy, and uh, yeah, it's weird. But like the other thing is like the Vindicators as well. Like uh, Rick and Morty did it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that was yeah. And I yeah. checked the dates. Yeah, that was three years prior to this episode airing. It was um. And also, like, I just don't think The Simpsons is going to have anything interesting to say about like Marvel move. Like, what you know, what 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 insightful uh yeah. you know like thoughts or concepts are they really going to have? I mean, like, I guess it was it was good when the Thanos equivalent was like, you're funny, but not that funny. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess that is kind of the humor yeah. of Marvel movies. So yeah, I guess chalk that up for you to the Simpsons, you know? Yeah, that's but- it. It was like, yeah, a couple of good observations in that opening bit, but yeah, mostly it was mm. just about trying to be about spoiler culture, but it was just more about Bart blackmailing people and yeah. that yeah. escalation. And to that, I think there was a decent edge, like um, the idea that he finds out he's, he's going to lose this ability in a month when the movie actually comes out, but mm. he doesn't really do anything about that. His response to that is, oh, I better get everyone to build me a treehouse now. And it's like, surely yeah. you would want to prolong your power or find something new or realize that all the people who are obeying you now you're not going to have any power over them come next month and you're going to be, you know, just hated. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the episode could have pivoted and maybe Bart's like, well, I'm going to try and find what's the next movie hmm. everybody's excited to see. And then, sure. I don't know, going in that direction or something. But yeah, you didn't really. And and I was annoyed. I have a great love for Lunch Lady Doris. Yeah. I think she's a great character, massively underutilized. I'm excited for the season where the writers are like, who the fuck do we have left? Let's, <laughs> yeah, do, lunch, a, let's lunch do a Lunch Lady, Lady Doris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I hated this that she cared about spoilers. I was like, like, man, that's not Lunch Lady Doris. She doesn't give a shit. Like, that's her whole shtick is that she's this kind of gravelly, no-nonsense whatever. And I don't know. It, it's I find so often with these later episodes, there's like a characters to suit the story rather than changing the story to suit the mm. characters. Uh, and I think yeah. this episode really suffered from that. Yeah, it's not a stretch, but I did have a little bit of a hard time believing that Homer didn't care about this sort of stupid shit. Yeah. Homer loves movies, yeah. I mean, yeah. To be, yeah. To be, you would think he would care the most. To, yeah, to be fair to sure. them, they do show Homer asleep in the first movie, so showing that he doesn't True. care, it doesn't entirely fit. Surely Lisa would really be more the likely. But mm. again, it's an interesting turn to be like, here's the one person that your blackmail will not touch. Yeah. What do we do with this? And I don't. I think it was okay, but it didn't really do much. Got a couple of jokes sure. out of it, but in terms of plot, you didn't get anything new. No, absolutely. I really wish that the way that when like Lisa was like, oh, you can't do that, and he had to blackmail Lisa, I really was expecting her to be wearing Skinner's toupee as well. And I was like, <laughs> there you go, rule of threes, great punchline, but it didn't no. happen, which was disappointing. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. You know, classic Simpsons, they strike a really good balance between sort of the cartoony elements and the emotional core. So yeah, sure. first of all, the cartoony stuff. Uh I think this is going to be the big uh, gripe we all have with the episode, isn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, before we launch into that, I want to say Millhouse's muscles were wrapped around the wrong around the wrong bones. That was yeah. his condition. Yeah, yeah. That was that was sounded horrifying. But yeah, sure. yeah, but it was it was pretty good. It's an evocative image mm. for sure. Yeah, a very Millhouse <laughs> affliction. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. It is my firm belief that about ten seasons prior, we should have stopped focusing on the Simpsons and just started focusing on the Van Houtens. If it had oh, just God. become the Van Houtens, because I think, look, in the modern day, we like our cartoons mean. And we like them <laughs> cynical. And damn, mm. just a show about how terrible the Van Houtens are would yep. rule. Um, anyway, but yes. This is the season, why not? Yeah, well, just, Jay, experiment now. You're 31 seasons in, you can do what you like. Um, yeah, mm. this, this episode, I think at around the 15 minute mark when I dropped off is when it was like, just cuckoo bananas, just <laughs> Bart's in VR now. And he thinks he's yeah. in the Vindicator's dimension and uh, just like lost the plot so yeah, quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, really. We got like, okay, there's this whole VR simulation to make him realize that spoilers are bad, but they actually had genuine heart moment before that when Milhouse shows up to Bart and he's like, You stole mm. my meeting with the with whatever air, air rifle guy, whatever his name <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> and there's like a moment of, yeah, you stole something and are now blackmailing people with it. And you've, you know, it's the classic you've been given power and you've decided to do something bad with it. Yeah. Henceforth, the name of the episode. Mm. But then to take that genuine moment of heart and betrayal and be like, uh, he gets kidnapped by Vindicators, but oh no, it's VR, and he somehow doesn't realize he's wearing a headset. Yeah. And uh, he didn't realize he was thrown into a garbage bag full of glow <laughs> sticks. And, <laughs> and then carried the yeah. to the... Yeah, it was just like... I assume, because I think the, the two guys that are running the VR thing are the Russo brothers. That is correct. Yeah, so so I guess they were just like, we got to have something for them to do in our Marvel movies, so mm. <laughs> what if it's this? You know what That's I mean? That's the other weird thing, because, yeah, this episode is stacked with guest stars, mm. and especially the Russo brothers, so why are they dancing around with the fucking parallel import jokes? Just call it Marvel, and yeah. these are the Russos? Who gives a shit? I know, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, what if it had ended with Bart literally going to see um the russo brothers and they were like hey stop spoiling our movie you little shit yeah. whatever yeah yeah or like do a thing where they rock up and they're like you know to have to try to have a heart to heart with him now bart you understand you're damaging both the domestic and international markets don't <laughs> yeah. you the economy is bullshit and everything exactly. can live or die on the success of a movie you wouldn't want <laughs> that to happen would you yeah you could almost do like a parallel to you remember the episode where homer starts screening pirated movies yeah. in yeah, his backyard yeah. you could do that again whatever where it's like, oh, all of a sudden the Russo brothers are going to spoil something for Bart. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay, no, yeah, I get it. Spoiler yeah. culture is yeah. annoying. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, just mentioning it as well, Kevin Feige, another guest star of this episode, he was playing their Thanos parody named Chinos. <laughs> Chinos. He does have a big chin. Good yeah, job. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Uh, so were there any other wacky moments that stood out? I mean, obviously the VR sequence, which I don't know. Like, I, I don't yeah. really have anything to say on it. It's just kind yeah. of toothless. Well, I mean, when it first happened, and this is where Modern Simpsons is, I didn't rule out that it was a, you know, setup. Yeah. Mm. I just wrote down, <laughs> what? Okay, but fuck off. Yeah, 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 for sure. I feel like, to be honest, it was pretty tame in terms of wackiness mm -hmm. until that moment, really. Yeah, mm. shockingly. I, I guess the treehouse element was pretty kind yeah. of crazy, but like... Everyone in Springfield cares about this tree. That's not yeah. a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And McBain as well. Like, surely he would have seen an early yeah. screener or something. I don't know. I, I know, I know. It's, it, again, that's just that like, oh, we're going to make the every character in Springfield care because that suits our story needs rather than... Yeah. Well, maybe every, you know, different characters within the Simpsons canon yeah. have like different feelings about spoilers or whatever, and we can make some jokes there, but no, nah, that's not yeah. what we got. Uh, I will say a bit of wackiness. Um, 
Don't know how to broach this. What's Air Rifle Soft guy's name again? Oh, uh, Glenn Tangier. Yeah. yeah, who's meant to be Australian, so he's got a bunch of wacky Australianisms. <laughs> Played by Taron Killam. Yeah. An American. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, she's racist much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, one was, oh, I do it for the buggers. Like, you need to look up what buggers means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it does not mean what you think it does. I really <laughs> liked when he said something about Adelaide Spunk. Adelaide Spunk. Like, yeah. as though like, that's a thing that we're... Yeah. we're if there's any spunky of all of the Australian states, <laughs> my God. And then later on we find out he's from Tasmania, apparently. I think somebody calls yeah, him yeah. something like Tasmanian something. So uh, The Tasmanian Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what? like when, you know, you, you're a kid and you use a word without really knowing what it means. And then your parent sits you down and goes, now I know you think this is funny, but what this actually <laughs> yeah. refers to. It's like, so yeah, Simpsons writers, you need to uh, take, a, take a deep breath, look up what bugger means and look, look up what spunk means, especially yeah. in uh, like the UK and Australia market. For sure. Also, but, just uh, weird that they didn't get a guy who can do a better Australian accent when they have in the past. Like, this guy's accent was all over the place to the point where it was about halfway through the episode before I was like, oh, what? they're doing like a Hugh Jackman parody. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know yeah. what? Give, give me a grown-up Tobias. That's yeah, what I want to see in this Exactly. Role. I got to admit, I did have a little chuckle over, oh, I didn't even want to be an actor. I wanted to be a koala butcher like me old man. <laughs> yeah. uh, throw another Kanga shank on the Billy Boy. Like, I, I do like those yeah. kind of just um, Australianism yeah. soup. <laughs> yeah, just taking a shotgun of slang and just... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah at a certain point, it, I, I guess it's kind of a knife's edge, but yeah, at a certain point, it becomes a bit charming for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Um. So on the flip side, how about the emotional core? How was the heart of this episode? Did we feel the old bumps? It was thrown out the first chance they got. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there really was any. And like I don't I don't think every Simpsons episode necessarily needs to have that kind of like heart element. I think some of the greatest episodes are just nonsense happening and it's funny. And you're like, yeah, great. But hmm. uh, yeah, this episode just didn't even try. It just didn't even uh, make an attempt to have any kind of emotional conflict at all. Well again, it had that little bit with Millhouse and oh, also true, true. the concept of Bart learning a lesson could be, you know, hey, he sure it's a billion dollar company. And who cares if they lose money, but you're ruining something that's important to people for your sure. own personal gain. But he doesn't get that because of the fake out ending that he gets. Yeah. So again, it's it's not it's not the focus of the episode. It could have been, and that's kind of my problem with it, is instead of this wacky over the topness, you could have had something more grounded. Uh but hey, this is what we got. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think as well, I guess like the end, thinking about it now, was probably meant to be emotional, where Homer and Marge are like, oh my God, our son's a good guy. But like, it didn't. Nah. It didn't work really at all. It, uh, it just kind of fell flat, I think. Yeah. When he believes an alternate universe where superheroes are real and he's causing their deaths, then he does the right thing. Oh, he's such a good guy. No. Mm. <laughs> when yeah, it's life it's... or death, then he does the right exactly. thing. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah they've knowingly gaslit <laughs> him. It's said where you're gaslighting him and then gone, hey, Marge, you always say gaslighting's yeah. okay when no <laughs> yeah, one's heard yeah, by that's it. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> depressing. All right, well, that was fairly cut and dry, but ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are these the characters we know and love? Is this the show we know and love? How's the integrity? I mean, it's Bart causing mischief, yeah. and I do like his shift from what do you give me to tell you the ending to what do you give me to not tell you the ending. I thought that was pretty good. For sure. Um, there's just not enough gravity on the rest of it for me to really know. I don't know why Marge cares. That's a bit <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah, I th like, I think the part that doesn't feel like The Simpsons is everybody caring about 
the Marvel movie. Mm. I think that's the only yeah. part that you're like, no, they wouldn't. Not everyone in town. Like, not Marge, not yeah. Lisa. But yeah, I think Bart's reaction to gaining that power to spoil it for people. And, and I, th- you know, in many ways, we said earlier, like, Homer would care about spoilers. But also, mm. he's such a big galoot that maybe he wouldn't. Like, that kind of... I can, I can believe that, too. So I think those... They were characterized pretty well. But yeah, everyone else, not really. And overall... I, I didn't really feel like a Simpsons episode, uh, to be honest. Yeah. No, it felt like, yeah, Simpsons skins commenting on, yeah, the latest craze, which, sure. I mean, at this point is just yeah, slightly too out of date. Mm. And, to you know, they just don't have a fresh take on it. It just feels like they're doing the thing and and just making the same observations that everybody else is yeah. making with the, the Marvel-style humour of, well, that just happened and that's sort of that, mm. that, that shit. Like, it's it's not fresh. And also, like, you know, stuff in it that's not even really a joke. Like, it's not really... Like, the fact that, you know, obviously they're doing a parody of, like, the snap where everybody gets turned to dust. But in this, Mm -hmm. everybody gets turned into crystals. And it's like, what... Is that a yeah. joke? Do they think that's funny in the writing room when that was pitched? Was everyone like, ah, ha, ha, or was it just like, that is how we know it's a parrot? You know what I mean? Like, mm. Yeah, it's not the snap. He has an app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the, uh, yeah. It, it, do you, have you guys noticed that later seasons love to do puns? And you're like, mm. when mm. did this happen? When did this <laughs> tightly written comedy like end up just doing puns as jokes oh my god <laughs> yeah no it's the same with the marble marvel thing yeah exactly just, yeah this isn't a bit it's just a thing you're saying yeah exactly yeah um but yes or no would you watch this episode again i don't think there's anything else to mind from this i think i probably will have to just because me and my partner aren't up to season 31 yet so <laughs> it's gonna roll around and i'm gonna be like oh god damn it this one I, yeah. i'm seeing it again but um Oh, I'm sorry for your loss of 22 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just play this podcast over the uh, audio. And- yeah, it's like a commentary track for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the next question, we like to explore what we'd like to change about this one. BT, we'll start with you. What would you like to change about Bart the Bad Guy? Just keep it grounded. I think there's a lot of interesting ideas here, especially with Bart, you know, getting a power and using it for ill. Uh, and especially also that it comes from screwing over Millhouse. That should have some weight to it. Um, there's a lot of interesting concepts, but just throwing it out into the wild wackiness of uh, now we've got the Russo brothers, what it? No, fuck all that. That's boring. Mm. Um, stick with that yard scene where Millhouse walks in and says, hey, you stole my opportunity. And now you'll, you know, become a villain yourself and are taking things from people. I wouldn't have like loved the episode then, but at least it would have stayed grounded and real and I wouldn't have a, you know, good 15 minute complaint about it. <laughs> and then just make with a laugh, laugh. Come on. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, how about you, Jackson? What would you like to change about this one? I think I would I would change it from being about Marvel to like, you know, you could even do like an itchy mm-hmm. and scratch. Like, mm. uh, I think that there's an episode a couple of seasons prior to this where they do like an itchy and scratchy parody of uh, the Lion King musical on Broadway. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Like they do some interesting stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So if they were like- Circle of Knife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Circle mm. of Knife. That was pretty good. So if they were like, well, it's like an itchy mm. and scratchy take on a Marvel movie, then you can do some jokes in there. You know, you can have your poochie characters. You can have your- your disgruntled goat or whatever. <laughs> and then maybe the episode, instead of necessarily, you know, your part one and two are like, Bart has spoilers. Mm-hmm. And then your part three could be like maybe Bart versus the, uh, uh, what's his name? Something Myers Jr. The owner of Itchy oh, yeah, and Scratchy. Roger Myers, yeah. 
Roger Myers Jr. And you do like maybe like a funny courtroom sort of ending or whatever. And you just yeah. have the whole episode be a kind of silly, kind of like mm -hmm. goofy, Bart Versichian and Scratchy style style episode. I think that that's what I would have changed. Yeah, because you've still got all the characters of Springfield there to do the mm -hmm. makings of that and you can have exactly. it to be a, a filter to comment on mm. all these other things rather than just Directly doing, doing it. Thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what? How long has it been since we had a McBain movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, gonna, throw that in. Why not? And then you can have Rainier Wolfcastle be the one that comes to Bart and he's like, you are ruining my box office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can have jokes about Bart thinking that Rainier's about to, you know, kill him or whatever because, yeah. you know, Bart's a kid and Rainier's an action star and maybe he's <laughs> like chasing him and you do some Terminator Ooh. parodies or whatever and then yeah. he comes in and he's like, you're ruining my movie and he breaks down <laughs> crying or whatever and Bart's like, oh... Damn, I didn't, didn't even think about Rainier Wolfcastle and all this or something. No one yeah. must know part two is awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah exactly. Kind of it's terrible. No one will watch it. McBain Genesis, what were we thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Genesis. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but it's what I was actually expecting the episode to do, which was that Bart actually saw the... Um, sick and dying kids edition of yeah, the movie that was, I thought that was going to oh, yeah. happen as well that there was like a sugar coated version they could show the kids and yeah. uh, it would be all wrong and I don't know something mm. with that well yeah they uh, edit it you know like um, when they're showing uh, fuck I don't remember Gone with the, the wind yeah. Gone with I the love wind. you yeah. let's remarry yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah I was ex totally expecting that edition to happen and like I really would have liked to see the episode with that for um, sure that'd be great absolutely but, but yeah absolutely just cut the vr ending try something mm. a little harder like just yeah that just took such a left turn uh yeah we are here oh just before didn't get through all the guest stars of this episode because there's a lot um <laughs> so tal fishman uh was playing the reaction guy in the start uh what'd you guys think of is. this whole commentary on youtube fucking uh i like the rubber stamp <laughs> that came down it was like reacted to but other than that yeah yeah it's fine it's still so weird seeing Bart be like all fleek and yeah. saying yeah. things like clench. And it was a lot of steps just to get Millhouse hurt. We'll put yes. it that way. Absolutely. So many easier ways to hurt Millhouse. Let's be honest. <laughs> I actually didn't mind the visual of the tank pulling him down the stairs, and it, I don't mm. know, it kind of looked a bit peanuts as well. It's really, yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, Joe Mantegna had a small appearance as Fat Tony. Yeah, we mentioned the Russo brothers were in there. Oh, and uh, Taron Killen's. Uh, Wife? Partner? I'm not sure. Colby Smulders. She played Hydrangea, the Poison Ivy-like oh, cool. character. Right. Yeah. There the we go. stars that none of us notice because they don't do anything. Yeah. Oh, and, and Kevin <laughs> yeah, Michael yeah. Richardson is a whale guy. All right. We are here. Uh, Jackson, do you have any more notes about this episode you want to mention before we rank it? Uh, no, I think we pretty much covered most of it. Like, I found the, um, the reaction guy very funny only in that it's like... Mm -hmm how out of touch The Simpsons has become yeah. with what they think a YouTuber looks like. <laughs> and, like, it was funny the reacted to, but you were like, is like a Mythbuster, yeah. Mythbusters busted? Is that what you think is going on, The Simpsons? Uh, but, yeah, I think otherwise we pretty much covered uh, every note that I took on it. I think when we hit 15 minutes, I stopped taking notes, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same. This is one of, yeah, my most scarce note episode. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, it was just another thing with the YouTube thing where they were, like, felt like they were trying to make a comment on showing the kids the challenge is actually going to influence them mm. more than just letting it, I don't know. It, it was fairly toothless again. Well, I thought at that point that it was going to be uh, before 
before you, you know, see someone cool do this challenge, I'm going to do it and ruin it. So yeah, Skinner true. was going to be like, now uh, your teacher's <laughs> doing the challenge. Whoa, it's crazy. And then that would spoil it. Yeah. yeah it, a different so kind of spoiler. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, BT? Any other notes? I have two. That's how few notes I talk <laughs> on this episode. Uh, one is, okay, so you get the 11 months later and then they're having the, you know, oh, auditorium yeah. and then it has, you know, a five minutes later. So I kind of like that it's one's 11 months and then one's five minutes. It's not much, but it was a bit. It just felt like another stylistic choice that the Simpsons often do. They sort of set up, oh, we're doing this stylistic thing and then just, it never appears again in the yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, the final um, post, not post credits, the kind of, extra bite you get is just a Christmas Carol parody, basically. Mm. Mm. Like, you boy, what day is this? Why, there's still time. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. Whatever. And then everyone spoiled it anyway. Uh, but people on phones, Elliot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this? The kids, YouTube, <laughs> Twitters. <laughs> yeah, uh, my only other note is Bart makes a very on the nose, oh, this is the end game when he finds out oh, yeah. there's one week left. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that was grim. Yeah, it's time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we're using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But for positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best of the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Ah, man. It's not as bad as a lot of modern Simpsons, but mm. yeah, I still walked away just so flat from this one. So it's it's going to be a participant for me. I don't really want to watch it again. And I think, yeah, yeah if you're going to go bronze, you have to want to watch it again at the very least. Yeah. Mm. BT, what do you reckon? Ah, look, I was definitely on a participant and then that whole VR thing came in and uh, while it's bad, I just don't care enough about this episode to want to like touch it and push it in the pit of failure. <laughs> like I, I would get episode on my hands. Um, yeah. So I don't want that. Uh, so I'm going to leave it at a participant with like the asterisk. It's a low participant. It is barely, mm. if it had done one more thing slightly more egregious to make me actually remember it 10 minutes from now, then yeah, I'd fail it. But at the moment, I just don't care. And Jackson, what would you like to rank it? I feel like just given that it's a modern Simpsons episode that didn't make me want to die the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> and the the wooden cold pads and the toupee jokes made me go. <laughs> I mean, like, that's frankly incredible for where <laughs> The Simpsons is this far in. Because I think compared to some other season 30, season 29, season 30, 31 episodes that I've seen, when this comes around again... Mm. I'm not going to want to leave the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, I reckon I'm going to I'm going to give it bronze. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I pay mm. that. I, Again, um, it is competently put together. Exactly. There's a beginning, middle and an end. <laughs> there is definitely something to be said for that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, averaging out, that'll be a shiny participant and it'll oh. be the second shiny participant. This all uh, from season 31 rather. Uh it'll be joining Marge the Lumberjill where Marge gets into uh lumberjilling. Mm. Yeah. And Homer <laughs> thinks she's going to leave her, him for another woman. Yeah, another one that could have been way more like in-depth yeah. and complex if they just tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on to the teens era where we're going to watch season 18's Please Homer, Don't Hammer Him, We'll Be Back. That is a worrying title. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> And we are back, and we just watched a Teens Era episode. This was Season 18, Episode 3, Please Homer, Don't Hammer Em. 
first released in September of Ought 6. It was directed by Mike B. Anderson and Ralph Sosa, written by Matt Warburton. In this episode, Marge gets really good at carpentry, but finds she can't get work unless she has Homer pose as the carpenter. And in the B story, Bart finds out that Skinner has a peanut allergy and starts abusing that power as well. Kind of real weird Bart abuser mm, power yeah, thing running either. out. Guys, what'd you think? Hey, it's, yeah, there were some lines I liked in this one. It again had structure. Oh, sure. Um, I feel yeah. Yeah. Like there's there's maybe a message here that maybe went awry. Who knows? But I'm sure we'll dig into that over the next half hour. For sure. I I, I thought it was. I I don't know if there were as many. There were like a lot of good jokes in here. There weren't heaps of like laugh out mm. loud moments, but it was like entertaining from beginning to end. Which is yeah. There are a lot of bits good. where I was like. Oh, that was a good line. I'm going to write that mm. down. I didn't laugh. However, I thought it was a good line. <laughs> yeah, like I, I enjoyed hearing it and yeah. I enjoyed what happened. And also everybody felt very in character. Mm. And yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's a weird breed of teens era episode. I mm. I don't know if I agree about the whole plot structure thing. This one felt a bit all over the place for me. I know, it, it definitely yeah. goes some weird places. Uh, yeah, especially they, they definitely didn't know how to end this. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah yeah it's, it's just sitting there going now third act third act yeah acting what? of three we gotta have something big i guess it's gonna be a huge yeah. event i don't know yeah. what about I'm, this you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get coffee then i'm gonna no no i should work on it yeah, then i'll yeah, get coffee no, absolutely mm. <laughs> mm, now yeah. i want coffee uh yeah. but first uh jackson will ask for better or worse what's a moment from this one that stands out to you uh, I, I think the the moment that I found the most entertaining was during the montage of Homer and Marge uh, doing all of their sort of carpentry jobs for people in town where they're building a windmill for Lenny and Marge mm-hmm. is like, and this was, I think, the period of time where they really loved Lenny, which is, uh, oh, hey, yeah. I, dude, who doesn't? We got You got to love <laughs> Lenny. Uh, but they were like, oh, why does Lenny even, even want a windmill? And Homer's like, oh, he's got to grind his own corn. <laughs> just, it was just such a <laughs> yeah. funny good line. And then to follow it up with like, then maybe you'll stop complaining about the price of cornmeal or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I thought that was great. And you can imagine that conversation. I really like the gags that The Simpsons does where it's like, what am I trying to say here? Like, it's like, like hints a, at a bigger world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hints at this kind of like larger world that you would never see. You're never going to see that yeah. conversation happen. But it's nice that I can assume that Homer's having these ridiculous conversations at work. So, yeah. yeah. Lenny's brought up the price, price of cornmeal so exactly. often. Everyone is tired of it. <laughs> yeah. I think that does sort of lend into sort of the greater world of Lenny where there's a lot of like mm. these implied jokes. Is like, mm. wait, why did Bart and Lisa suddenly care if he's not well? Or, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, Please yeah. don't tell people how he lives. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, 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 that, that was a, a great moment. I thought that was pretty perfectly done in terms of like yeah positive moments yeah yeah to me uh, then into one of my downsides of this episode was that fucking obnoxious we will rock you joke that just yeah dragged on and then carl's doing the verse and i'm like no Mm -hmm. stop this ended (laughs) yeah this ended so many thumps ago yeah Uh, you only ever do chorus it's mm, very simple yeah (laughs) how about you bt what's a moment from this episode stands out to you for better or worse uh, we start off with the Simpsons going to like a rundown mall, and I do kind of love that because if you've ever been to one, it is a weirdly eerie, sad <laughs> place, mm. and I kind of like that. Um, and just all the off-brand names of things, mm. and uh, we get a little background gag of uh, the Simpsons have used before. Bart's looking at all these old arcade machines, and there's the uh, the Polybius. Polybius. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how it's pronounced, but um, they put it in uh, Apu's arcade as well, where this is meant to be the. Uh, 
arcade cabinet of legend that was apparently you know crafted by the CIA to test mind control on youths yeah. and things like that. So the Simpsons love throwing that in the background, and uh, I like the return of it here. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I was just gonna say it's cool that you can chart that mall across mm. the different eras like in the like yeah, I, yeah. I remember the, the episode where it opened and it's like oh my god it's a brand new mall and then it's run down and then in like the later later seasons they're like yeah they're closing it forever or whatever that's a kind of yeah. neat bit of continuity oh that's right mm. with the angel episode and then yeah. there was the episode where barton millhouse lived in it for a week yeah and, for yeah. sure it's a fun location that you don't think about very often but yeah. Now, for me, this is actually kind of where the episode peaked. I really did like a lot Opening, of the... Yeah. yeah, first scene, yeah. Like, especially with Bart, like, Triangle Wars, what is this? Am I trying to destroy them or organize them? Oh, yeah. no, I want a free game. <laughs> yeah, yeah like for that. sure. I also liked when uh, that guy selling Homer that uh, CD mm. was like, he's the boss, he's, Spring he's the new Bruce Springfield or whatever, and Homer's like, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, or uh, yeah. Homer's line where he's buying all the uh, old gummy worms and the guy's like, oh, I'd, I'd think twice before... Eating that's like, don't tell me how many times to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where I landed on him eating the fucking giant. Tube I didn't of like him deep throating <laughs> yeah. candy to the great. point where like it would be like a nail through his body. Yeah, like, he impaled himself on that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, was... I feel like I feel like that's a fetish I don't want to know about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit much. That scene was a bit much. Yeah, just... but that's uh... it. Hey, saved by his other line where Marge is like, "Oh, let's go into this bookstore." He's like, "But we already own a book." <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of really punchy good gags for like the beginning section of this. And mm -hmm. while they were looking at the books, there was a lot of good background jokes on the books. I think one was like save money by selling your own blood or something. Like just like some good sort of background jokes there. Yeah, the mall section was good. Yeah, exactly. Why, why not? Get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, but what stands out to me? Um, I guess the thing that stands out to me and it's going to be my main bug about this episode is that I just don't believe like the ending and like the start of the story kind of matched up. It just with Homer and Marge's thing mm. where mm. it was like Homer hogging all the credit. That didn't really seem like the point. Homer was sort of mostly covering for her like mm. willingly. Yeah. And then there's like a delicate balancing act here. They didn't quite do because he mm. does have a good line earlier of sweetie giving me all the credit was your idea, but then yeah. has the flip of him going, um, uh, but you don't want me to be embarrassed when everyone finds out the truth, do you? So there is a balance there to him shifting from just doing what his wife wants to actually enjoying getting the credit. But I agree they didn't sell that quite well yeah, enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when it came to the big explosive ending, like, I just do feel like it was kind of first or second drafty. It's just like, mm -hmm. and then something big happens. Homer, yeah, fucks up a roller coaster. Why not? For, for sure, yeah. and it also felt like that could have... And like I've seen the episode a couple of times, but still I for, kind of forgot how it ended. And mm. it felt like that it could have ended... Like, when he's about to reveal the roller coaster... In my head, I was like, oh, is this the moment where he's like, ah, actually, you know what? I, I made a mistake. It's my wife. She, she, you know, is the person who's done all of the carpentry work or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even just having it revealed earlier and Homer trying to atone for his mistakes earlier would have maybe made it feel a little smoother but yeah i know yeah. i know what you mean it, it, it didn't feel or even just a couple of scenes of homer benefiting from mm, everyone yeah. thinking yeah. that he was the one responsible yeah he yeah, didn't really get that no I mean, I all you feel... really get is like people on the job site being like oh thanks and that was yeah. about it it should have been you know people stopping him in the street going oh my kids love that swing you installed they thank yeah. uncle homer every day or i don't know something even like oh, he does it for a couple of people and maybe somebody gives him a pie to say yeah. thank you and he's like oh damn i'm getting food out of this that's i love food that's the thing about me and then yeah, doesn't you know. share the pie with marge 
Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Always share your desserts with your wife, guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I, because of that, like, I sort of don't know where I land on some of like the Homer jokes in it where they, they're so like ham-fistedly sexist and all that stuff mm. and it's the mm. joke. But like, there are some moments that I really like, you know, we were talking about, yeah, Lenny and the cornmeal before and like just Kent Brockman going, indeed, let's take off our shirts and wrestle like all men do, yeah. you know? <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was a great. And I really liked it that, that Homer couldn't quite get his shirt off completely <laughs> and seemed absolutely yeah. blindsided by it. That was so Brockman funny. Brockman just jumped him. He didn't have a chance. <laughs> Like, like, no, no, if you're going to do this, happening? you wait till the other guy's yeah. ready. That's just etiquette, Brockman. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Frink's like, I'm sorry, I heard the sound of a woman measuring. <laughs> mm, true, true. That was yeah. pretty good, too. Yeah. There were some really good lines in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so, play count. Yeah, Jackson, you mentioned you've seen this one a couple of times before. Yeah, I think I. this is one of those episodes that, obviously, I've watched it recently in my big rewatch. Mm. But also, it feels like an episode that I kept on seeing rerun when I was like a teenager for some reason, like specifically this episode. So so I would be shocked if I've seen this episode maybe four or five times. Yeah, that's sort of the same with me. I feel like I missed it when it was like first new, but then like when I had Foxtel for a mm. brief period mm. and like Simpsons Sundays and Saturdays and doing all that. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this one a couple of times. How about you, BT? Um, I don't know, because I did have a moment where the episode's starting and I'm like, oh, is Marge going to become a handyman? I think I've seen this. Or maybe I just predicted it, because of course that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I genuinely am not sure. Yeah, we've rewrote so many of these. Ep- like, mm. I can't believe I didn't do this with Marge Lombardil. It would have been so thematically appropriate, but yeah. we got to do it <laughs> today yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. How about the wackiness? How was the cartoony elements of this episode? Uh, Homer and Marge's bedroom is just blank floorboards. No, it's not. That, it's yeah, carpet. So We've seen right. Yeah, like just walks in and yeah, it's like mm, that was strange. you can see where the carpet ends. You're like, guys, <laughs> come on. I think though, but by and large, most of the wacky stuff in this was and maybe it's just that like so many of the later seasons go really mm-hmm. hard on it. But it all felt quite okay, yeah. sort of. Like I didn't mind when Homer is trying to avoid the, you know, responsibility or whatever, and he hides inside the mm. toolbox thing on wheels and it like rolls away and then it rolls off a cliff that's just like right there or whatever and i was like yeah sure like that's a fine bit of slapstick that's a fine bit of wackiness even and probably i think the most well maybe not the most wacky but like equal uh most wacky with the finale (laughs) section of the episode where skinner and bart are kind of sword fighting and they have this kind of like Uh, epic fight across springfield with to the jewel of the fates from um star wars episode one mm. yeah i i i even thought that was all right i was like yeah i'll allow a bit of like kind of hyper silliness for a moment like that's okay it was kind of a moment where they're fighting on the back of a bus and they go under a bridge but they just burst through the bridge (laughs) yeah like okay i wasn't expecting that and it was played really well as well because you had like oh avoiding the signs avoiding the signs punchline they just grind through through. and you're like yeah okay like i can believe this is yeah and often the you know the little town skag i feel like simpsons are doing a lot yeah Mm. the ones you don't expect little bangkok why are they going through that (laughs) ah peanut shrimp yeah well played (laughs) yeah fair call fair call um, I also like when it's an act break, I think, where Bart's just loading fireworks and cats into Skinner's pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Even just his line of, this is not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. and there's something good about that kind of Bart where, like, I think there's a sort of like a, a balancing act between, mm. like, cartoonishly evil Bart and, like, imp- yeah. imp style little kid evil Bart. And I think this did a really good job of, like, when he wakes up Skinner and he's like, here's your breakfast in bed, eat it. Yeah. Like, it's just like... <laughs> It's it's impetuous. It's cute. It's not 
diabolical, you know? Yeah, I was sitting there going, oh, this is a bit evil for Bart. Then I'm like, this is the kid fantasy. Yeah. Oh, if I had power over my principal, I'd make him eat garbage. You know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't back. mind the whole montage where, yeah, he made him write on the chalkboard and loaded up the tennis ball shooter, whatever you call them, with the various things, including cans yep. and whatever. Yeah. All to the tune of the Ramones beat on the brat. That's their second appearance for The Simpsons. Hell yeah. Interesting to compare this in a way to Bart the Bad Guy, because in Bart the Bad Guy, you get the same, Bart has power, it's just he has power over the town as yeah. opposed to, yeah, power over Skinner. And it's funny that in yeah. season 31, the writers were like, what would Bart want? A huge treehouse when, like, in this episode, they nailed it. What would Bart want? To humiliate his principal. Like, you know? Yeah. Put feral cats in his pants. You know. Yeah, exactly. I'm a cootie man. I have a cootie life. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have myself a cootie wife. Yeah. Oh, and the hat full of maggots moment. Great as well. Love yeah, that, that moment. <laughs> yeah. I did get a good chuckle. Just throws it on the ground. They wiggle away. Looking fancy yeah, and dazzle. Was... <laughs> um, oh, yeah. The other wacky moment was another bit of implied wackiness as well. It's mm. just, yeah, we cut away from the re- we were rocky thing. It's like, sorry, they were banging on the thing. And then, sorry, they took it down the biggest yeah. hill in Springfield and crashed it. It's like... Yeah, sure. nice bit of implied wackiness. And I quite liked yeah. as well that for some reason it, they had a sign for ye old Springfield town and a guy in like period dress on it. Like, like yeah. the, I don't Still know. stuck to the thing. Yeah. It was just a fun extra detail. A bit of ridiculous wackiness. It's almost a Jordan's anal corner, but not quite. They wouldn't have a handyman fix a roller coaster. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> like that's, that's two very different jobs. And the implication that Homer's in charge, which is why all the other guys leave when they know they're not getting paid. It's like... You had one guy (laughs) who just, like, builds gazebos, fix a roller... No, come on. Absolutely. And also, hell, even the idea that Mayor Quimby wants a roller coaster fixed, that feels like the opposite of his MO, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, The Simpsons sort of going too big when it was a fairly low-level story up until that point, yeah. Segwaying perfectly into the heart of the episode. How did we feel like they (laughs) nailed the emotional core of this episode? Uh, Nailed. I see what pun you did there. Ah. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, There's a little bit there. Uh, Once again, Helen Lovejoy sucks. But, uh, you know, this whole kind of, oh, Marge, you must be so grateful. You've got such a handy husband. Uh, That kind of thing. That's a way to, like, show Marge's resentment building and... Yeah, overall, I don't think it was well-balanced in the sense of, yeah, of course Homer's taking the credit, that's what you wanted, and also, if you don't like it, you can just stop. Yeah, I kind of thought that in the end, they kind of, like, it felt like when Homer was in danger on the roller coaster and Marge was like, Mm -hmm. oh no, like, you might die, it felt like that is the moment where you assume you go for that heartfelt, like, oh, I love Homer, and, you know, he's made a mistake or whatever, but I like that she was like, then he'll never be able to hear me say I told you so. I was like, oh, you kind of Mm -hmm. curveballed the emotional moment there, which I quite liked. They they kind of like... the joke instead of the uh, the emotion. Yeah, they're like, we're not really here for the emotional stories. not really like Mm -hmm. a a Homer and Marge, you know, uh, heartbreak story or whatever. It's just... A kind of wacky adventure, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's Just a it. bunch of stuff that happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it really is. So I think that's kind of maybe what's like disappointing in that they try to go too much into the heart and it would have mm. been mm. more satisfying if they did actually back off on it a bit. Yeah, for yep. sure. If they didn't set up for that, yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Uh, how's the integrity on this one? I mean, Marge gets a skill, no one takes it seriously. Homo technically sort of gets a new job. That's like Simpsons' well-trodden path. Mm. Bart does something, you know, rapscallion-ish, even if they don't quite know how to pay that off. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say it's all pretty good. 
Yeah. Lisa I, exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, did, I, did, I did like Lisa's moment where she's like, whatever, I got some paper to mache or whatever. Mm, that mm, was yeah. kind of great. It was kind of her being like, ah, check it out. <laughs> I don't need yeah. to be in this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll lay low this week. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I think it felt like a Simpsons episode. Like it did get wackier toward the end. Like that third act is kind of out of nowhere and kind of unlike the first two. But like ultimately everybody felt on character. Everything felt mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we often discuss uh, with Principal Skinner, you know, how much of a whipping boy he becomes, especially in the teens era. Mm. Um, And I feel like this one's just more satisfying because it's more contextual in that way. Mm. For sure. Yeah, he he isn't just a whipping boy. He's been, like, pushed into a corner. Yeah, it's something we go over all the time is that, you know, back in the old days with Skinner, you know, he was the authoritarian that was undercut by like Chalmers and Agnes. And then in the teens, she sure. was only just doing mama's boys jokes. Mm. Whereas this but one, there, yeah. was, there was no power to undercut. Well, there is no power to undercut. Yeah. Now. Mm. But I feel like in this, he did retain some menace, like, which I kind of liked, mm-hmm. like when he had the shrimp on his stick, it was like, Oh, the tables have turned. And, but all of a sudden was like, oh no, like the power dynamic has shifted. Yeah. And I like that they went for that, you know, I think that was yeah. good for sure. I don't know. I think I could have done without the shrimp and peanut fight in the hospital at the end. But yeah, coming into the larger point that I think we've made is this, they didn't know how to end this one. Yeah. Like all the setup is quite good. And there are a few bit. I think they could have built to, especially Homer deciding to go on without Marge needed a bit more praise of Homer. Like, oh, hey, I heard mm. you're going to fix the roller coaster. Wow. Can't wait to... Ride that again, nah, yeah. something. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah. Um, but I had a different point, and I forgot what it was. So, <laughs> over to you, Jackson. <laughs> I, I did quite like that um, when Principal Skinner and Bart were throwing their you know, various allergens at one another and, and Duel of the Fates started again, Marge just leaving <laughs> and the camera following her as she went to the maternity ward. Yep. That was a pretty good joke. I, I, I like that. Like, as a like final scene... Once again, like Lisa, just... I'm checking out and I'm going to do yeah, my like shit. You, you guys <laughs> yeah. do whatever. Yeah, I don't need to be part of this. Um, yeah, I will say, I do have a, again, a mild Jordan's anal corner in the Jordan's sense Jordan's anal corner? Uh, Sorry, right. do we, need, we need to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's a Jordan's anal corner? Uh, one of our regular guests, our good friend Jordan, um, he's particularly anally mm-hmm. retentive and he was uh, always the one to point out the, you know, the particularly anal moments in the show. Yeah. So we named a segment after him. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> One that we have to explain to every new guest. Um, no, it was just the bit where, okay, so to find out Bart's allergy, Skinner breaks into the hospital. The school would have it, that on file. If he's allergic to shrimp, oh, yeah. they would have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. And it's kind of weird, yeah, that they the, like make a big deal that Skinner is allergic to peanuts mm-hmm. and it goes around the school. But yeah, for some reason, Bart's allergies, they just don't bring up. <laughs> they don't make a lot of yeah. shrimp snacks in America, I don't Which think. Is, yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I don't know. Do prawn crackers trigger it? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I'm true. pretty sure there's no prawn in prawn chips. <laughs> I am also pretty sure. However, do you know for sure? Because I don't. <laughs> you know, that was actually one of the biggest surprises for me going over to America is just how much fucking peanuts are just in all of their candies. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because wow. I remember, especially like, you know, learning about American candies from these shows. Oh, I'm going to finally try a Clark bar. And it's just yeah. nothing but peanuts. And yeah. What? <laughs> what about a Babe Ruth? Does a Babe Ruth have peanuts in it? I th- actually, I think that's like a Milky Way. Uh, yeah, I, oh! <laughs> I was under the impression that it was pretty close to a picnic, but um, I might be wrong. That's, yeah. I just Googled Babe Ruth and got the guy. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted candy. We wanted candy, not the guy. Um, But uh, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? 
Yeah, you know, if it's yeah. on laundry or something. It doesn't need all my attention, but, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm cozy, if I'm having a good time, sure. Absolutely. I think if, if, if it was the kind of situation where I'd just chucked on The Simpsons in the background mm. and this episode came up in that rotation, I wouldn't skip it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it again. Whatever. Like, I wouldn't yeah. actively avoid first, it. That- yeah. Uh, the the mall opening, I think, is definitely its strongest part. But we've said before, yeah. a good episode is often front-loaded with jokes to get you in. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely watch that. And then the rest, yeah, half pay attention. Sure. Yeah, it's a pinnacle, like, hangover episode for me. Just <laughs> one yeah. that I can just occasionally snooze throughout. Or, you know, yeah. just perk up for the beginning and then just sleep the rest. Mm. Yep. 100%. <laughs> um, but what would we like to change? BT, we'll start with you. Uh, sorry, I did have a quick playlist, which we usually cover on episodes oh, we'd yeah, like to sorry. watch again. <laughs> Simpsons playlist, episodes that we want to watch yeah. again. We like to think about what playlist again. So what are some other Simpsons episodes that would uh, share thematical elements with this one and pair nicely with it? Well, I bring it up specifically because I have one, Elliot. Oh. Uh, that's the that's the specific sound playlist. So we have the sound <laughs> of a woman measuring here. We have the sound of a pig fainting. Yep. And we also <laughs> have the sound... And Homer can hear pudding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my playlist. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah, the ball playlist, which we said before. Yeah. yeah. Last mm. tap dance in Springfield and the angel, see the angel, all that. I guess you could pair it with um, when Homer attempts to make the spice rack in... Yeah, Homer Scrap- oh, yeah. Mod. yeah, he already had a volume of uh, carpentry books that he never read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Or even, wasn't there an episode, I mean, it's not a great episode, but where he, he starts to use that, like, Fiverr app equivalent, I forget what they call it, and they come over and fix a bunch of stuff for him. That's oh, yeah. kind of mildly thematically similar. Actually, just remembering, we reviewed that with Greg Larson, and hearing Jordan's anal corner broke him. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I remember that. Absolutely destroyed him. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, BT, what would you like to change about this one? Just in that entire third act. I think we've just covered it already. <laughs> yep. It's it. I know what why it's there. Then they need a way to escalate and get to a big finish. But you don't need to be like a, a big finish. Doesn't have to be a big finish. You know, it just needs to have everything come to head. The idea that Homer is maybe front and center of all the town's focus, and that's when he uses the opportunity to tell them all is something. I guess it kind of drifted away from. Marge feeling bad that she wasn't getting credit into a bit of a Homer show in the sense mm. of it's all about his masculine pride. Have that be like a mm. subtext to what's going on, maybe, but you know, he could use that moment of standing up in front of everyone to go, ah, it was actually, I don't know, something is better. And again, something different with Bart and Skinner. I like a lot of it, but uh, I don't know, something, something different. What about you, Jackson? What do you reckon? I feel like I would have gotten rid of entirely the idea that nobody respects Marge um, as a carpenter, and I would have made this sort of central conflict there that it just becomes really successful. She becomes really, like, involved in it, and she starts doing it for Mm. people all over town, and maybe it starts to make her really stressed or it's like taking over heaps of her life and you do like something similar again where Mayor Quimby's like I want you to build something for me yeah. but maybe it's like not a roller coaster maybe it's like a luxury spa or something you know something a little more Quimby-esque and then I would have the Principal yeah. Skinner and Bart storyline intersect where Marge is like oh my god like mm-hmm. I've stopped paying attention to my family because I've been carpentrying too much or whatever yeah that's a good point like it sets it up for those two stories to collide it's kind yeah. of sad that they don't absolutely I mean, like, Barton Skinner literally ride a bus through town that could have crashed into something y- important yeah even if you're gonna keep all of the like oh I- I'm letting Homer take credit for or whatever and you want the roller coaster mm-hmm. in the end to have mm. Barton Skinner fight on that roller coaster would have been awesome <laughs> that would have been great 
Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, if we're going to an 11, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. No one wants to go to 10.5. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> like at a very yeah, like similar plot, but Homer is getting food and stuff, mm-hmm. free beer or whatever, at every yeah. place that he does it. So you kind of feel more justified or it feels more earned at the end where he doesn't want to give it up. Because otherwise, yeah. Yeah. why would Homer want to do any of the work? Like, that's so <laughs> out of character for him. So, yeah, it yeah. doesn't change. No, I mean, I, I don't have too much more to add to that. Just, yeah, I, I think I rarely say this, but pulling away from the emotional core is mm. probably the move to go. And, mm. and yeah, I like that idea about, um, yeah, not going so full roller coaster, but like Mayor Quimby wants a, I don't know, master bed with reinforced fucking <laughs> yeah, uh, floorboards yeah. to bang wants his mistresses a, yeah, or whatever. Sex swing installation, sex jungle gym. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Sexnasium. Although it's funny because is that not a plot in like a later season where, <laughs> Uh, Fat Tony is like, I need you to interior decorate for me, Marge, but it turns out to be a brothel. Oh, so, that's yeah. right. so it's kind of that. Whatever. Just do that episode earlier and it'll be better anyway. So <laughs> let's get totally. for that. I forgot that happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are here. Jackson, do you have any uh, final notes about this episode to mention before we rank it? Uh, I really liked when uh, Homer was like, I don't know, he was talking some shit at the table, uh, the kitchen table to Lisa, and Lisa was like, I wish I had a dad that lived in the real world, and Homer was like, daddy gets further and further away from the real world every yeah. day. <laughs> Great line, hilarious. There was a weird animation moment there where Homer's uh, two squiggles of hair go red. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't even notice that. As he was saying, wow. he's getting further and further away from the real world. I, I didn't, yeah. <gasps> yeah <laughs> That's awesome. What colour is Homer's hair? What is anything? Uh, we have no way of knowing where the Simpsons is going. <laughs> BT, do you have any other notes? Yes, I do. At the Rundown Mall, there's Yesterday's Puppy Store. That's yep. just beautifully sad. Uh, that hurts. Yeah. Uh, I do like Homer's line of, ah, Marge is like, why don't you do something with the, the books you bought? He goes, oh, I did. I made a foot rest. He's just resting his feet on the case. I'm like, okay, that was, yeah, that was good. And there was the one missing, which turned up in the Simpsons bedroom. I was like, yeah, I like that, but fucking still the floorboards were so upsetting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why oh, yeah. I care too much about their floorboards. Also because <laughs> that was just a way for Marge to knock over the nightstand, so it didn't have to be floorboarding. It could have been anything. I don't know. The, the floorboard could have popped up out of the carpet. There's no reason yeah. why. Yeah. Exactly. The, the Simpsons house has been established as being in a, a crap state before. It could yeah, have yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Very odd. There's for a bit sure. where Bart says, you're the Jesus of carpentry, but Marge's response is, oh, what sweet blasphemy. Yeah. That's cute. I liked in that moment as well that, yeah, she made the elaborate doghouse for Santa's little helper <laughs> yeah, and he just didn't give good. a shit and just went in yeah, the old one. goes back to his old doghouse. Hell yeah, that's a that's a dog. Down to my last one is when he's built like the uh, matchstick model of the roller coaster to try and figure it out. It all falls down. He's got like a model uh, fire truck. Yeah. Just like, yeah. The real sad. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like the idea who's prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, I like that it caught fire for no discernible reason. Yeah. That was oh, great. Yeah, there's yeah. another one. Things that catch yeah. fire for no reason playlist. <laughs> yeah, like when home. Homer makes Burns breakfast and sets mm-hmm. the cornflakes on fire and <laughs> Hans Molman stops short of the tree and his car still explodes. Great playlist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I only added uh, one more note. Oh, yeah, a couple more notes, rather. Homer's seductive reading. I just, it's so stupid, but I just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. ooh, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, you do me, no, you do yeah. me. That was great. That was very funny. Uh, Millhouse's rant about all the things he's allergic to, especially his mm-hmm. own tears. 
again, another stupid joke that I just really popped for. It just the yeah. poor, pathetic little kid crying, and then just all of a sudden his face ballooning up. I'm going to say, yeah. Jackson, I think shifting to the Van Houtens might be a good yeah. idea. Abs- give me the Van Houtens. Give me sad, lonely, weird Kirk, unnecessarily Houtens. mean uh, uh, Luann, <laughs> yep. extended family, and Millhouse's sad, just pathetic crawl life in the middle. <laughs> Ah, oh, damn, I would love that show. Yeah, and guest starring Bret Hart as Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. It's time to rank this thing. BT, it's your turn to go first. Uh, yeah, let me... Sh- I'm going to stick with a bronze. Like, if the story had... That third act had been better, I could have gone up to a silver, because I do quite like a lot of jokes in this one. But just, you know, it's a fun ride, but it doesn't pay off quite as well as I would have liked. But that said, it's competent. Uh, I would probably watch it again. And there are some lines I quite liked in there. So, yeah, I'm going to sit on a bronze. A bronze. Okay. All right. Mm. Uh, Jackson, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think it feels bad to give it a bronze, given that I gave the Marvel movie one a bronze. But, <laughs> yep. but I, th- I still think a, yeah, a bronze sounds about right. It's not quite silver level. It's not like mm. there's a lot of good jokes in here, but there's no standout or iconic jokes. So yeah. it feels wrong to yeah, give it silver. But I think I, I'll settle on bronze, but a high bronze, you know, yeah. a, a, a good bronze. <laughs> um, really nicely polished and well taken yeah. care of bronze. Not know. a shameful exactly. bronze. <laughs> yeah. Not shameful at all. Well, uh, yeah, I'm making this unanimous. I'm going bronze as well. I think on a worse day, I might go participant, but like, I think, yeah, there is enough good stuff here. And, you know, shit that has actually lived in my brain throughout the mm. years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, i got to give it credit for that. So, yeah, that'll be a unanimous bronze. It will be the third episode from season 18 we've given a unanimous bronze. Joining Stop or My Dog Will Shoot, where Santa's Little Helper becomes a police dog. And Ice Cream of Margie with the Light Blue Hair, where... Marge gets into another kind of pu- carpentry popsicle stick arranging. God damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that is also the last episode of season 18 that we've reviewed as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this uh, momentous occasion. Oh, yeah. the, damn. The, the concept that we're running out of episodes <laughs> is still so foreign to me, I don't know what to That's do with bonkers. it. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> season 18 overall ranking is now a shiny participant. We had season uh, highs of Springfield Up, which was oh, that yeah. documentary oh, yeah. one. That's we, yeah, yeah. We gave that a shiny silver, which I think is a bit too rich, but you know, <laughs> not bad. Um, and yeah, the season lows of the Wife Aquatic. Uh, I don't know. Oh, fuck, I'm struggling to remember that one. You know, uh, I know yeah. that they go to that town that Marge grew would uh, the oh. holiday town. Yeah. Uh, the yum yum fish. Yeah, yeah. And Homer gets fuck hooked up episode. like a fish at some point. That episode, I've seen it like three times now, but my brain <laughs> stops after a certain yeah. point, and I can't remember Act Two and Three. Yeah, I don't I, know what happens in it. Yeah, I, I think, think it turns into a parody. Yeah, it turns into a parody of what's that George Clooney boat movie? Uh, oh, perfect storm! Perfect yeah, storm. perfect storm! Yeah, what the hell? That's <laughs> yeah. right. Um, <laughs> and the other unanimous failure from that season was Little Big Girl, where Lisa uh, appropriates Native American culture. Oh yeah, what the hell? That episode <laughs> yeah. was real weird. <laughs> Why did they do that? <laughs> and Bart <laughs> runs away with a pregnant girl as well. It's just oh, oh me, Jesus! <laughs> just far yeah. out. Season eighteen. What are you doing? Come on. Uh, yeah, most of them sort of sit in the participanty bronze rage. You know, it, it's mm. also the season with Metallica, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, that about does it for the teens era and season 18. And now we're going all the way to the classic era and what a classic we have. Uh, season four's Itchy and Scratchy, the movie. We will yeah. be back. 
Wow, we started with Bart seeing a movie no one had, and now we're ending <laughs> with Bart not seeing a movie everyone else has. Oh, wow. Well played, Elliot. Yeah, I see what wow, you did wow. there. Totally intentional. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode of the evening, and fuck me, what a classic mm. this was. Oh, it's awesome. Season 4, Episode 6, Itchy and Scratchy the Movie. First released in November of 1992, it was directed by Rich Moore, written by John Schwarzwater. Really? I thought we were out of Schwartzies. Oh, awesome. <laughs> no, we, th- he wrote, like, fucking 60-some of them. Like, we still got I a know, couple we've more. I know, we've also done 600 episodes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> In this, it's it's in Scratchy Movie. You know it, I know it, we love yeah. it. Hey guys, what do you think? Uh, I believe the term <laughs> the kids use is straight fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an absolute, yeah, it's a classic for a reason. Mm. It's good the whole way through. It's good to its core. It's an incredible episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I was floored. Like, you know, we were talking about how little notes we had in the other episodes. Like, oh, yeah. my hand fucking hurts from writing down yeah, so much yeah, shit yeah. right now. And Absolutely. the other thing I kind of I'm only really thinking about now is just how still relevant it is. There's nothing really in mm. this that dates it to a particular time and place. Like you've got For a few sure. references, obviously. Well, the idea that Bart wouldn't be able to watch this movie, true, uh, streaming by hook or by crook, but yeah. right. but it's still <laughs> yeah, com- yeah, outside comparing of it, yeah, like comparing it to the the first one we watched, Bart the Bad Guy, like that movie in mm. our insane world and possibly the world we live in where the Simpsons carries on for another 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Going back and watching that episode will be so incredibly immediately dated. Whereas this, you just, it's sort of more like, oh yeah, that was that, that time period or whatever. It's not so mm. obvious. Yeah, totally. And, you know, using the stuff that they already had established in Springfield mm. to tell a story that mm-hmm. can be like, perceived as oh this is obviously a mention to that yeah and then when they do make specific references yeah they are extra dated like a new movie with liza minnelli and mickey rock will open or be as successful (laughs) yeah only time will tell and it's like yeah yeah, they were not box office draws at that time whereas now yeah Mm. i'd say that yeah like yeah yeah that sounds great i'm sure it'd be really good yeah for sure (laughs) all right uh yeah let's hook into the because there is a lot to go over so Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's a lot to get through yeah so jackson for better or worse what's a moment that stands out to you Oh, God, there are so many good ones. I think funniest moment for me, it's it's quite early on. It's where Marge and Homer are going to the parent-teacher interview mm-hmm. and they're like, we're bringing back dinner. If you're good, pizza. <laughs> what if you're bad? Uh, poison. Yeah. What if one of us is good? What if us is bad? Poison pizza, come on. Great line. Oh, no, Incredible. I'm not Love. making two stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. I was gonna say, that's a point that a lot of people make about classic Simpsons is that there was this one-upsmanship mm. going on in the writer's room. Of, mm. It wasn't just poison pizza and that's your joke. It was, oh, no, I'm not making two stops. Yeah, for sure. But then I think the crazy thing is that if they'd left it at poison pizza, it would have still been hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That would still be funny, but the fact they kept building. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, um, oh, and we got beats. Gotta love that. We got beats! <laughs> Talking about lines that just live rent-free in my head, because I was on fresh beats as well, yeah. and like, mm-hmm. I think at every time. <laughs> yeah, beat Dwight Schrute by like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Beat E? What stands out to you from this episode? Uh, well, you know, we say for better or for worse, so I'm going to go for worse on this one. Whoa! Oh. So much violence was cut by Channel 10 on syndication. <laughs> and I'm so mad. That was going to be my That's moment. So I need to funny. find something open. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. This one is just... Because, you know, we reviewed um, Itchy and Scratchy Land not so long ago as well. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. also another one that just had so many cut jokes. 
from Channel yep. 10. So parts of this episode just still feel new to me. Mm, yeah, yeah, wow. I'm, like the uh, Itchy and Scratchy movie itself, 53% new footage. Yeah. This was like <laughs> seeing new scenes in an episode that's, you know, what, 23 years old? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mind-blowing. Yeah, most of it being horrific violence, but hey, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, because so many of these moments, like I just remember it cutting there and also thinking at the time, well, that felt weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, the one why, that... well, yeah I was going to ask what specific ones. Yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, me, I got a little list here. It's not <laughs> yeah. in any kind of order. Um, the promotion where it's got Scratchy on the um, conveyor belt and then Itchy's waiting yeah. and he just jumps up and chops him into pieces. Oh, right, uh, Steamboat yeah. Itchy where, you know, after he just cut after mm, it, Itchy sure. got a, shot off his knees. But in this one, he crawls into the furnace. Um, and yeah, oh, wow. so the furnace bit was cut as well. And so the um, part I'm really mad about is the billboard gag, where like Itchy's hitting Scratchy over the head with the you know film camera, yeah. squirting blood, which is a funny. Then have the couple parked by it who get drenched in the blood. <laughs> I'm like, what the oh, hell? Oh, it's Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> and then what absolutely killed me, which is the funniest joke of this thing, because I'd never seen it before, is when they replace it with the barber school, but it's keeping the blood squirting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that got me so hard. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Wow, I didn't know how so much was cut. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, because yeah. again, like, that was one where I was like, so they put up a barber college sign. What's the joke here? Yeah. And, the, yeah. The, yeah, they'd left out the whole, yeah, blood squirting <laughs> thing. Is, yeah. yeah, which, I mean, some of it I get. Like, you, you, this would cause problems for, you know, parents who then, Channel 10, don't want to deal with complaint letters. But the billboard especially, first of all, that's hilarious. And second of all, yeah. it's like clearly red food dye coming out of the mm. billboard. Who's going to complain about that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. idiots, obviously, but still. <laughs> no, they had a bigger version to blood and, you know, We've often said that Blood and the Simpsons, you know, rarely mix unless they're in a treehouse of horror. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, sure. this one was all itchy and scratchy, so it's different. Exactly. So, so it kind of worked. Yeah. And yeah, it's a billboard. Totally. That's what I want. That's the one I want back in. The itchy and scratchy, I get it. I don't necessarily agree for censorship reasons, but I understand yeah. why they felt the need to cut it. But the billboard one is within the universe itself, it's very fake and very obviously not meant yeah. to be real at all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm mad, especially because that last joke just killed me. That was <laughs> great. Yeah, it's incredible. And, yeah, my big takeaway is because, yeah, with uh, Disney Plus, you know, I decided to watch a bunch of the cartoons that Disney felt the need to put, you know, a warning in front of. Oh, yeah. Steamboat mm -hmm. Willie being one of them. Have either of you seen that recently? Yeah, it's cooked. It's so <laughs> cooked. I remember watching that with Cass. It's crazy. There's a lot of a lot more milking going on than you would expect. <laughs> Mickey plays a pig's boobs like an accordion. Yeah, it's full just, on. Just like in real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, uh, half of it's, yeah, this weird boat story, and then half of it's just animal abuse set to a jaunty tune. Yeah, it's not at all what you expect when you go in, and <laughs> you understand why there's a warning, just for decency. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, yeah, swinging a cat around by its tail and choking a yeah. goose and then smacking a cow's teeth with a mallet, like... <laughs> Itchy and Scratchy oh got God. nothing on that psychotic mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, yeah, that was essentially my note anyway. Uh, play count. Have uh, you guys seen this episode before? Oh, my, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, aside from the watch through, is this like for you, Jackson, being like uh, one that you'd revisit often or has it been a while? Or I, I think so, because like the watch through that I'm doing at the moment started because I was already kind of half watching it, like occasionally, you know, just sort of by mm. myself. And I think I remember this episode coming up and loving it. But also like in the past, I remember really enjoying it. The, I feel like the Bart with Grandpa's teeth mm -hmm. in his mouth on the fan is so yeah. iconic. That's just burned into yep. my memory. And I know 
Bart smacking the mustard singing yeah. Jingle Bells is my partner's <laughs> favorite Simpsons moment of all time. So, yeah, it's it's definitely one I've seen count like too many times to count, and it's great every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about you, BT? Has this been a while for you, or? Yeah, been a very long time since I've seen this one, but it was a highly syndicated one back in the day. That's why I can memorize which parts weren't there. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's so good to come back to it and yeah, see it hold up so well. Yeah, uh, it's still like, because yeah, when I got the DVDs, obviously honked season four harder than Mickey honks mm. that pig's boobs. Um, yeah. And yeah, this one like being so special and yeah, it's still weird the effect that those cut scenes still feel mm. so new to me, even like watching it on Disney Plus now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but how was the wackiness of this episode? I really like that it's kind of toned down. It's, I mean, there are like a couple here and there sort of like wacky moments, but by and large, it's a really grounded episode, which I kind of love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bart's mischief, arguably. So, you know, clinging to a ceiling fan, it's improbable, but it's not impossible. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I do yeah. love the line of, oh, look, there's a baby driving that car <laughs> and a dog driving a bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard this was the original inspiration for Baby Driver. Um, yeah. <laughs> that makes that sense. Yeah, followed up by uh, Dog Driver, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dog driving uh, afternoon. Edgar Wright said he, <laughs> yeah. he has a sequel in the works, maybe. Um, <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I think that, like, some something that was almost unexpected, which is weird. Cause like, I, I haven't seen this that long ago, mm. but was the amount of times where there just was a lull between jokes. Mm. And I was like, and not like a bad lull. It yeah. was just like a, like an intentional pacing choice. And I was like, it's so crazy that that modern Simpsons probably has more like jokes per mm. minute mm. than the sort of like earlier seasons, but it suffers so much for it. They're like, the little breaks, the little like scene transitions where it would just be like a tree and then we follow a leaf to the joke or whatever, where it like helped it so much, like made any zaniness mm. that happened so stand out like uh, on a rewatch. Yeah, there's a lot of breath in this episode mm. and yeah, it gives you a moment to just, okay, yeah. let's get ready again. <laughs> Absolutely. And also, I, th- I think some of the jokes they don't feel the need to continue doing or to like Mm. arrive at like any particular, like I really liked when Homer was in uh, Lisa's class for the parent teacher interview. Mm -hmm. And he just makes like a fart noise with his armpit. And Miss Hoover (laughs) looks around like, who did that? And he just goes, and that's it. That's all you get. There's no elaboration on the joke. It's just a funny moment. Uh, with no need to dwell on it, which I really liked. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it's setting up the world in these episodes. And I love these episodes where you could go, this could be the first Simpsons episode you could watch and you can have a really good idea of the world and the characters. And especially, yeah, Yeah, putting the parent who's obviously probably responsible for Bart's bad behavior in the (laughs) class, taking credit for the kid with the good behavior. And like, that's Mm. just a a really nice setup for this episode. I really love Homer in this one as well, just as being, you know, that uh, that first iteration of Homer is kind of the flawed patriarch where he does mean well and he does want to punish Bart, but he keeps getting distracted, like with the ice cream truck. And then it's what we're talking yeah. about. Uh, you were talking about the time you skipped jury duty. Oh, the trick is to tell them your prejudice against all races. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. That, actually, I noticed a joke. I don't think I've noticed this before. The ice cream van was called uh, Native American Ice Cream, formerly Big Chief Crazy Cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was a great little bit of background. Um, and also, like, and you, I, I, I'm, you know, people have said it. I'm sure countless times before. But the animation and the, I even guess, character mm. designs are so much richer in those early seasons. Like in that last, uh, mm-hmm. the part where Bart is ripping up the carpet, and Marge is like, "What are you doing with that?" The I, we got beat scene. Homer's yeah, expression is so funny. Where he's like, not even slightly. <laughs> 
got a tiny mouth and like these kind of squinting eyes. Like he's just like, just not paying attention. I love it so much. And the second that, yeah, someone's not engaging with him, he's just straight back to just, uh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just not being present whatsoever. It's it's so good. Yeah. His love of TV actually has really hit home in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. TV for sure. sucks. I know you're upset, so I'll pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any other wacky moments that stood out? Oh, actually, I did want to circle back to, yeah, Bart with the teeth and the saber dance. The yeah. uh, one of our previous guests, um, Adam from Entertain the Elk, he sort of pointed out that this episode was hard for him to watch because Bart is so mean in this episode, and it's true. Uh, like, What do you guys think on that? I feel like he's meaner later on. I feel mm. like this it there's like a transition with Bart where it goes from being it's like intense childish mischief, yeah. mischief. It's like he's a troubled kid, but then in the later seasons it becomes I guess like everybody gets flanderized, mm. you know what mm. I mean? So so I think that aspect of Bart's personality becomes really acute and he does some just like full on terrible things to people mm. with no remorse. Whereas in this one, he pretty quickly, like even the first time they don't give him dinner or whatever, you know, before Homer comes in with a slice of pizza, he's yeah. like, man, maybe I do need to like figure myself out or whatever. So he's a bit more human or something. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of, th- yeah, the violence or the meanness doesn't feel as egregious. Yeah. I don't know. It's more high mischief, I would say. And I think. Mm. The episode exemplifies why it's happening because there's never any repercussions for him. You know, he's got for that sure, moment absolutely. of like, but Marge, look at him. He's learned his lesson. Let's give him a present. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and it just obviously yeah. that's just worked the whole time. Exactly. That said, the crusty doll with a knife in it is pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's all. I lot. mean, the good thing is there's sort of more the implication jokes. You know, we don't mm. actually know where he stuck, uh, stu- uh, put the fireworks. I feel yeah, like we exactly. saw that last episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leading perfectly into how was the heart in this one? How do we think they got the emotional core? I think Bart have that moment of it almost sticking, and he's like, "Oh wow, they're really serious this time. I guess it's better. Mm. I, I better sort myself out." And then, yeah, just to have it immediately break him, he's like, "Sucker!" Yeah, yeah. And even like the ending, you know, where Bart and Homer are, you know, in their age, in their advanced age, seeing. It, well, I like it because it is like a kind of slightly sentimental scene, but they're still very mm. much in this kind of comedic version of their characters. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I really like it. I think that it's there, but it's not like saccharine. It's not too much. It's mm. it's nicely understated like everything else kind of in the in the episode. Yeah, even just how I was like, I think you've learned your lesson. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then it ends on just, Itchy's a jerk. Yeah, and uh, like I feel like in later seasons, because I think, yeah, like I said, you know, in one of the previous segments, I, I don't think an episode needs to be uh, mm. emotional to be good. But I think later seasons are like, we can't do funny anymore <laughs> as well, but we can really try for the emotional and see if we can get that to work for us. And I think sometimes they lay it on so thick in the later seasons. So it's nice to see it here. There doesn't need to be like a big speech or anything. You mm. understand that they've reconciled. You understand that they've yeah. got a good relationship now and you can kind of just enjoy it as it is and move on, which I really like. Yeah, it's a nice growing moment, not only for mm. Bart, but for Homer as well. Like, yeah. even as Marge and Lisa are like, uh, maybe let him see the movie. He's like, nope, sticking to my guns. Yeah, uh, which I, I do love his line great. there of, um, I can't let that happen. I won't let that happen. And I can't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah, uh, it's amazing growth for Homer in this episode. Like, I just feel like this is peak Homer that I absolutely mm. love. Where, mm. yeah, he's still like dumb and inconsiderate and inconsistent, but like, yeah, we see him go on a journey in this one. Like, yeah, mm. so good. 
And yeah, leading into, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come big on. Dad. This is Big Homer. This is the Homer that I love. Yeah. This is <laughs> it did have some uh, like early sort of season or early show. Well, I don't know if it's fair to call it early show, but like just mm. that stuff that wasn't established yet necessarily. Like like I don't know if you noticed, but in Lisa's class, there's a guy who looks like an adult Ralph. Yes. And I'm like, is that Ralph's dad before they'd established that that was Chief Wiggum? Or what's going on there? But so there's like a little bit of that. And and again, like it's not like early season weirdness because it's just been going on for such a long time. But hearing how high-pitched Nelson's voice was, I was like, oh yeah. my God, I <laughs> forgot that's what he sounded like. Like a kid. Fuck, that's a great moment when, yeah, him and Milhouse are arguing and then yeah. Milhouse gets to be Bart's bully. Yeah. Like, yeah. So good. And I love Bart reading the novelization of the Itchin Scratchy oh, yeah. movie. That's By so Norman funny. Mailer. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Like, I do remember as a kid, like, getting the novelization yeah, to popular know. movies as gifts. I feel like it must be. And then just, yeah, the novelization's having nothing to do with oh. the movie. I always really loved, I don't know why I had it, but the novelization of E.T., Great move. It's sold from E.T.'s perspective, which is insane. <laughs> you would not think that that would be the way they'd go for it, but it's like, what was E.T. thinking? Internal monologue. It's cooked. <laughs> Somewhere out there, and I really want it, is the novelization of the video game Doom. Oh, and yes. that, like the original, like, 96 one, and wow. I really want to read it. <laughs> it's like, why does this exist? I don't care. But That's I want awesome. It. I'm trying to remember the wild one that Shag had. I think it might have been the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Or oh, that's something. awesome, too. Like, yeah, because often with these novelizations, all they get to go on is, like, stills that the production mm. studio have given yeah. them. So, yeah, how they tied Ivan News to that whole thing is, yeah, so fucking oh, good. Really wonderful. <laughs> but um, also, I imagine as a writer of that, you've probably got a lot of free space. Yeah. Of, look, we, we don't care. <laughs> just get it out and hit the main points. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could do that now, yeah. Watch a trailer of the movie and try and shit out a novelization, you know. Exactly. Use whatever, like, whatever story you've been dying to tell. You're like, well, this is yeah. my opportunity, whatever. And then sell it out of the boot of your car in a parking lot. Yeah. You know? like, hey, buddy, you want the next Marvel movie? I got it here in novel form. Why pay 20 bucks for the Eternals when you can pay two bucks to get my exactly. take on it? Also, it's shit. So uh, $2 yeah. for a novelization, I'll pay for it. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, it's shit. Uh, oh, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I've never seen a crazier movie. It ruled. It's my favorite Marvel movie, wow. hands down. I had such a good time. Oh, the three polarizing opinions <laughs> oh, of damn. this movie. Good shit. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yep. We could make a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> good shit, and I haven't seen it. Um, so, uh, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. And episodes we want to watch again, we like to think about what playlist they'd go in. What are some other Simpsons episodes that would pair nicely with this one? Uh, future jumps, I suppose. Mm. Oh, yeah. True. So, yeah, Lisa's wedding, Bart to the Future, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, like, Barthood and the the one where... Yeah, the, the yeah. Christmas ones. Yeah, yeah. There was a good yeah, one and yeah. there was a bad one. I yeah, remember Days that. of Future Past and Days of Future yeah. Future or yeah. whatever it was. Something like that. But, yeah, Barthood is a mm. great example of a modern episode that we loved, actually, yeah. But yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely. Love Barthood. Obviously, I think, like, Itchy and Scratchy Land is, a, is another yeah. one you could absolutely mm -hmm. pair this with. Yeah, mm. uh, Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy as well. Yeah, 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 true, 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 true. Do a big old good Itchy and Scratchy playlist. Yeah. Um, uh, shit, Channel 10 cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, this, Natural Born Kisses, and mm -hmm. Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy, that was definitely cut by Channel 10. Presumably yep. the one where Homer smokes weed, I'm sure they cut something from that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I remember because that's... Yeah, they started doing, like, Simpsons up late for a little while mm -hmm. there and started, yeah, showing that and all those other episodes. 
far less erotic than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> I remember as a kid, they were like Simpsons out late, and I'm like, holy shit, yeah. we're going to see Marge and Homer fucking these. That's crazy. Uh, you need to go to the novelization for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's where I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, on sale at the back of BT's car. <laughs> yeah. $2. <laughs> uh, Jackson, what would you like to change about this episode? I mean, not much. Like, there's just this... I mean, it it would feel almost sacrilegious to get my dirty fingers in there and move stuff around. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I can't really think of much. There's only stuff in this that I like. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe get rid of the adult Ralph in Lisa's class, (laughs) just for continuity's sake. Uh, But other than that, yeah, there's nothing I'd really would change. And yeah, I just checked that. Yeah, so what is I Love Lisa uh, was the first episode to establish that Ralph and Chief Wiggum were related. Ah, cool. And that was uh, episode 12. So yeah, just a little bit after this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about you, BT? Uh, The bit where Marge imagines Bart's future as a male stripper and is disgusted. Marge, sex work is real work. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you need to come out of that fantasy go, well, that's not what I want for him. However, if that's the life he chooses, I understand and support him as a parent. I kind of like, though, that, like, he's like, he's not not an appealing stripper. (laughs) You could assume that Marge is like, well, I wouldn't care if he was a stripper, but at least I'd hope he was a good one. (laughs) But instead, he's put the effort into the stripping man. The lady's booing Bart is so funny funny yeah, yeah. Uh, just throwing great. things at him yeah. <laughs> just more of me to love baby yeah it's yeah. so yeah. just not there God, yeah. it, it gave uh, every husky man something to say back in reply <laughs> yeah. oh bart future job fantasy so yeah pair mm. this with when he wants to be a rock star it's mm. like, yeah <laughs> true slag off <laughs> yep. yeah i got nothing for this one like mm. yeah this is an episode it's that so good does not There's give so me much the... episode i yeah. know right like, yeah, I feel so much superiority over the new ones that I just do not feel for this one. Like, so, yeah. It's such a funny thing as well, because like, I think when you, certainly for me, watching the episodes as I have been, mm. I'm in the later seasons and I watch an episode that's like, shit, like, just, it sucks. But I'm like, I laughed once. That's pretty good. That's yeah. like an A-plus <laughs> episode because it made me smile at one point. And then I go back and watch something like this and I'm like, oh, my God, I've been so generous yeah. to these later seasons. You know, It's, uh, yeah, the Simpsons version of Stockholm Syndrome, Springfield yeah, Syndrome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, we are here. Jackson, do you have any other notes about this episode you want to mention before we rank it? Uh, I really like, this is something I like in these later seasons, and I think there's a couple of seasons, maybe like seven, eight, maybe something like that, that do it heaps. But I really like that Lisa is involved in the same shenanigans that Bart is at the beginning. Yeah. She puts on the music for him to spin around the fan. I, I think these moments where the two of them seem like siblings <laughs> who like get up to mischief together are awesome, and they don't happen enough. I think another great example is the one where Marge wants them to cut the lawn. I forget the episode, but Marge is like, cut the lawn, and both of them are just super lazy, lying on the couch, not mm-hmm. doing it. Oh. Like, I love those moments where they're sort of like a team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. The carny one. It's like, it was mm. hard, so we quit. And then yeah. they go to the carnival, and there's the lawn mowing simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's, it's nice to see them. It's a good dynamic, and I wish they'd do it more. Yeah, um, yeah. I liked, we'll put you in a home, Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa being like, you've done that. He's like, well, we'll put you in the crooked home we saw in 60 minutes. <laughs> oh Hilarious line. <laughs> I really loved all of the different itchy and scratchy designs. Something I didn't realize uh, the other times I've seen this is that the itchy and scratchy in the mm. like 1940s yeah, yeah. or whatever mm. have a completely different design. I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't A know little more even... reflective of the era, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that they'd done that. So I really liked that as well. And in another cut bit where the itchy and scratchy took on Hitler, that was just completely not there in the Channel 10 version. Yeah, wow, and that's that crazy. really looked like that. I think it's Daffy Duck 
kills Hitler mm. or something, that yeah, old cartoon. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. really emulated that style as well with just the particular shape of the eyes and the way mm. they move. It was really well done. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those Korean animators, you know, <laughs> they're nailing <laughs> it. Held at gunpoint, might yeah. uh, yeah, Anyway, <laughs> BT, do you have any other notes? I've got a bunch. I do like the whole episode starts with them watching the ad for Star Trek Twelve. So very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, it was just again with the Klingons. This gets me every time. Uh, it's funny, actually. Did... I thought about this one. You could actually make this movie today because Spock didn't yeah. appear in this one. Mm. Yeah. I really like I thought it was interesting that that was the opening and that the first one we watched today also did mm. like a, it was about a parody of a current film or whatever yeah. and that kind of it's like a similar thing in the opening of this one but it's way again less on the nose somehow I don't know yeah well sure. I think by that point there were like I don't know five or six Star Trek movies uh, yeah. like from the original cast so mm-hmm. yeah and just <laughs> Shatner's again with the Klingons <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Lives rent free. Yeah. Um, let's see. The, the parent teacher interview is the sign, let's share the blame. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot to mention a sign gag from Please Homer, Don't Hammer Em, which was um, mm. tell mum you love her, copy her keys, <laughs> yeah. which was outside the hardware store. Yeah, that's funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, time really flies when you're reading the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> And how excited Grandpa is at the prospect of getting to break Bart's teeth. He's like, ooh, this is going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, when he's stealing Jasper's teeth, and it's like, well, well, if it isn't the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just oh. a good Jasper. Oh, and that's where that story ends. What a shame. What happened with Grandpa's teeth? <laughs> yeah, uh, true. That's what I'd change. I'd get Grandpa new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dad, you could punish me, but then you have to think of a punishment, sit here and make sure I do it. Or you could watch unpredictable Mexican sitcoms. And this is our first appearance of Bumblebee Man oh, in this episode. Yeah, I was I was wondering that. I was wondering if it was his uh his first. Well, that makes it even appearance. funnier that it is like really non wacky. He's just eating a bunch. He goes, "Oh, my stomach." And that's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, true. And this was based on El. I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation. Sorry, El Chaplin, mm. Colorado, uh, which loosely translates into the Red Grasshopper, who was yeah. Ah. So it was based on a real thing. There we go. That's cool. Uh, El Warren wasn't a stripper. Now who's naive? Um, Homer has weird, mm. deep knowledge on Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. <laughs> Homer not watching the moon landing is also fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a classic. Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy. Yeah, Homer's love of bubblegum pop playlists. So, yeah, pair this oh, yeah. with Sugar Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do really love as well. When I was your age, I wanted a catcher's mitt, and my dad wouldn't get it for me. So I held my breath till I passed out and banged my head on the coffee table. The doctor thought I might have brain damage. What's the point of this story? Yeah. I like stories. <laughs> Such amazing delivery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like stories. Yep. Uh, the cameo reference they make when it's like, oh, the celebrities did cameos like Dustin Hoffman mm. and Michael Jackson. Of course, they didn't use their real names, but you could tell <laughs> yeah, it was them. Yeah, it's like, that was good. That was yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Referencing the fact that both of them, okay, for uh, different reasons, didn't want to put their names credited to The Simpsons. Dustin Hoffman because he thought it had hurt his movie career uh, having voiced on a cartoon show <laughs> and Ma- Michael Jackson because of the whole yeah. contract uh, disputes and yeah, things like that. Thing that's going on. Uh, I do love that Lisa has uh, you need to let Bart see this movie. He's got the demented melancholia <laughs> yeah. of a Tennessee Williams heroine. Don't you yeah, think I know great. that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my final note is uh, Bart's photo can still be seen up on the wall in the movie cinema when they get tickets in the future. Oh, that's oh. great. I didn't notice that. Oh, it's, it's, wow. it's a blurry shape, but it does look like, you know, a blurry yellow shape of Bart's head. So. Sure. Yeah. 
All right. And yeah, my final notes. Uh, why is Willie in full Scottish regalia for this thing? Yeah, I feel like that was a cut joke. And then he just goes, ah. And it's like, yeah, but I, so I kind of loved that that's all that we got. I was, yeah. It kind of was funny on its own. It just mm-hmm. Willie's annoyed. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. I got all dressed yeah. up for this. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I thought that as well. I'm like, wait, what? Okay, sure. Whatever. Bart's meanness, though, probably does go next level with, yeah, synthesizing a laxity of out of peas and carrots and swapping out Miss Krabappel's birth control with tick. Synthesizing a laxative is impressive. Yeah, that's that's biochemistry shit. (laughs) Um, I don't get it, but Al Capone doing the Charleston on a lamp pole just fucking sends me. That's a a weird reference to. There was a guy named. I was literally reading about this yesterday. In 1927, there was a guy named Shipwreck Kelly. And he became really famous for, he had like a little sort of padded ring that he would climb to the top of flagpoles mm-hmm. and place down and then yep. just sit up there for like 45 days. Yep. And at the same time, Al Capone was in the yeah, peak of his power, I guess. It's so. just a bunch of things that, of the that era that just cramming yeah. into one reference. But yeah, flagpole sitting, it was a thing because... Paranoia, what, paranoia. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, life before streaming was that boring. <laughs> Yeah. Like people oh. used to make novels out of movies. That's how boring <laughs> life was. Oh my god, we got an accidental flagpole playlist going today as well with the first episode. Oh, nice. Um and we also got an accidental crafting a mailbox playlist to Master Craftsman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> craft three mailboxes sure. an hour. <laughs> All right. Well, it's about time to rank this thing. Oh wait, just before we do that, BT, you need to ask Jackson what is obviously the most important question we ask on this podcast all right yeah so we like to ask our first time guests if you could have a sandwich named after you what would be on that sandwich now i know that's a lot to drop on you at the end of a three-hour podcast so if that's Mm. too hard you can just shorten it down to what's the best sandwich but if i go into a deli and i sit down i order the jackson bailey what am i getting i reckon we're talking like i don't know just like nice crusty like a white crusty roll really soft bit of butter Bit of mayonnaise, Swiss cheese, rocket, radishes. Let's put radishes on that. Pickles, Ooh. maybe like turkey, uh, like turkey loaf. What else do I want on this bad boy? I mean, that's pretty good. Maybe quince paste. Love a bit of quince oh, paste. Right. And then yeah. maybe some pickles. Did I say pickles? Yeah, yeah. Twice, two times as many pickles. <laughs> Twice the pickles. Twice the pickles. Uh, and then chop it up into just tiny little pieces, <laughs> just like this smallest, like make it like a like a like grated carrot. That's what I kind of like. Yeah, grate the whole sandwich down. Yeah, like make a slider and then quarter. A yeah, slider. exactly. And just keep going till you have to eat the whole sandwich with a spoon. That's I think that would be the Jackson Bailey. And they don't give it to you on a plate. They just dump it on the table in front of you. And they're gonna say, "Eat up, Man. you animal." That's what they're obliged to say when they give it That's to you. That's part yeah. of it. Yeah. We haven't had anyone say how they'd have their sandwich <laughs> cut, let alone <laughs> have the sandwich. That's fantastic. That is a wonderful sandwich. Yeah, that um, that's or, an experience. Yeah. Or, or, a, or a soup yeah, by the yeah, way yeah. it ends. It's like a cereal almost, yeah. <laughs> sandwich cereal. All right, it is time to rank this thing. Jackson, what would you like to rank this one? It feels almost cubic zirconia level like it is such a classic mm. one like when you gave me those choices of you're like oh which ones would you know would you like to do of this era like i just zeroed in i was like that's that that's such a classic i like it's so burned into my brain but also maybe in the grand scale of simpsons episodes there are some that are more essential so i'm gonna take it down level and just go gold this is it's a classic everybody should see mm. it there's no bad bits which is pretty impressive yeah. for anything 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's all the arguments mm-hmm. that I'm saying. Yeah, this is a cubic to me. This is mm-hmm. part of the Simpsons experience. And like, yeah, like I was saying before, ones that you could show a Simpsons novice and say, yeah, why the mm. show is important and uh, mm-hmm. what, it, what it can do and uh, how amazing it can be. Yeah, I, I just had such a wonderful time revisiting that one today. So, uh, yeah, essential for me, BT... What are you yep, going? I'm going to go cubic zirconia as well. I like all the jokes in this. It's not a flat moment. And a lot of the emotional core is actually subtextual. It's there in dialogue and the, the subtext of dialogue. Right? The only like outright moment is that part where Bart goes, oh, maybe mm. I should think about what I'm doing. But everything else is like the subtext of how Homer's dealing with punishment, how Bart thinks because he can always just get away with things. He never has to behave. Yeah, if you'd never seen this before, you get it. I think that's masterful writing and that it's still hilarious. Uh, yeah, that billboard bit really got me. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cubic zirconia oh, yeah. all the way, baby. All right, and that'll average out into being a dull cubic zirconia. It will be the one, two, three, four, five, six. This will be the seventh dull cubic zirconia from season four. We mm. also gave the slightly less than perfect ranking to Duffless, I Love Lisa. Yep. Oh, we mentioned that before. Homer's Triple Bypass, mm. Lisa's First Word, Treehouse of Horror 3, and A Streetcar Named Marge. Feels like some good company there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, that about does it. Jackson, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for giving me somewhere to talk about The Simpsons because mm-hmm. I, there's nowhere else. I, I'm trying to do it on my podcast. Everyone gives me a pleasant smile like, okay, Jackson, you're <laughs> watching every episode of The Simpsons is an experience only you're living through right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm very happy to be able to, uh, to talk about my opinions and, and yeah, uh, happy to do it. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. It was actually like, because I looked through plumbing the death star i don't think you guys have done like a simpsons hypothetical on that one yet we've we've never we've never talked the simpsons for some reason i think we're like the universe itself is so comedic already mm. what what are we gonna add to it you know what i mean yeah. so i think that's kind of like why we've why we've avoided it but maybe one day we'll maybe now that i'm watching it all i'll mm-hmm. make it happen <laughs> you know what i mean awesome um and do you have anything you want to plug Oh, uh, yeah. Well, hey, if you like the sound of me, you can find me. I do a bunch of podcasts, part of the Sandspants Radio Network. So if you go to sandspantsradio.com, uh, you can click on Plumbing the Death Star, Baseless Speculation, Thumb Cramps, D&D is for Nerds, Shut Up a Second, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, I'll probably be on the episode you click on. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at All Dogs Are Dead, and I'm on Twitch at Jackson Bailey, uh, twitch.tv slash Jackson Bailey. So I'm around. Yep. Yeah, come check me out. Yeah, what was <laughs> I watching you play that some crazy chicken game the other week? Was it Skyrim? I've been playing chicken as a, ch- a Skyrim as a chicken recently. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, ga- the game does not want you to be a chicken. Let me tell you that. <laughs> and Make beat, your own fun. And BT, yeah. if uh, people want to hear more of our voices mm. and stuff. Well, if they want to hear more of us, they can go to patreon.com slash Studios. This is our blanket for everything we are doing. But that's it. I mean, we would love if you could uh, kick a few dollars our way, but if you can't, hey, that's fine. We're available on all good podcatchers. You can check out our other shows. There's uh, Thrones of Game, where we watch Game of Thrones backwards, which Hell is yeah. complete now. We have now fully watched Game of Thrones in reverse order. Elliot has only ever seen the show backwards. <laughs> mm, and that's great. There's also our scripted podcast Pulp Fury Radio, where we take a original scripts based on pulp genres like sci-fi noir and mystery and just get some tasty actors in to do some great work with some foley i really am very proud of all the work we've done there it was fully written directed and produced by myself and elliot go check that out if you want a little bit of fiction instead of just uh, reviews and stuff oh yeah 
Yeah, and yeah, downloads have been weirdly going crazy for it came from the bottom of the ocean, but also from space lately. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so that's one of uh, my absolute favorite ones that we've done. So go check that out. That rolls. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, once again, thank you very much, Jackson. Thanks for having me. And thank you, BT. Ahoy, hoy. And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Jingle bells, <laughs> jingle bells. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. Yeah, mine's yep. recording. Me too. Mm-hmm. And that was a mm-hmm, I'm recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when there's my waveforms appearing, yeah, there they are. Look at them, curvaceous, beautiful. <laughs> I like them sharp. <laughs> like I women, like I like my waveforms, yeah, sharp. sharp. Love just running my hands down <laughs> a sharp woman, jagged. <laughs> yeah.